Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. In the summer of 2021, something interesting happened in the coastal city of Sibenik in Croatia, Europe. The local football club, HNK Sibenik, posted a video on its YouTube channel to proudly announce the signing of a new player. His name is Sandesh Jingan and the club announced him as the king of India. Sandesh Jingan is a tall centre-back with a big beard and long hair. He ties it up in a ponytail. He was a star already in India, where he had played his entire career up until that point. Sandesh Jingan even captained India's national team a couple of times. His transfer to Sibenik would be his first adventure outside India as a professional football player. The video announcing his arrival at Sibenik had a massive impact in Croatia. It was watched over a hundred times more often than other videos on the club's channel. But unfortunately, things didn't work out for Sandesh Jingan in Croatia. In this podcast episode, we dive into the story of Sandesh Jingan. From the immense hardships and struggles in the beginning of his career in India, to his transfer to Croatia and his unexpected return to India. My name is Sam Verraute and welcome to the home of football. Sandesh Jingan currently plays for Mohun Bagan, a club in the Indian Super League. Because of the time difference, we had to try a couple of times before we could schedule this call, but we made it happen. Hello. Hi, Sandesh. How are you doing? Hey, all good, man. All right, man. How was your day today mm-hmm. so far? Uh, it's been good, you know. Just So I'm back here in India with the club I was before, uh, ATK Mohan Bagan. So the usual morning session, stretching, mobility and light gym. And then in one hour, you know, we leave for training. Yeah. So same for every day. You know how it is for footballers. Same routine all year. <laughs> kind of get boring sometimes, but it is what it is. <laughs> So, what is it like to be back now in India after your adventure in Croatia? Oh, feels good, you know, like uh, there's a reason we call it home, you know, so when you come back home, it's always uh, warm and welcoming. So, yeah, but uh, this was not something which I planned for or hoped for, to be honest, because I went uh, with Croatia with a lot of uh, dreams and a lot of uh, desire and belief but of course 
things didn't go uh, according to the plan. And I've learned this enough in my life that no matter how hard you work for something, how big the plans are, sometimes if the God doesn't will it, it just doesn't happen. So it doesn't mean you stop working for your dream. So, you know, I take the decision. Things didn't go well for me in Croatia. But mostly I take my own responsibility for them. And uh, like I said, you know, I can't give up. You know, you got to keep moving forward. So I decided to come back and uh, yeah, good to be back. You know, playing football, that's the most important. So staying healthy and playing football always makes you happy. Sandesh has an incredible story. He was born in 1993 in the city of Chandigarh in the north of India. When he was a kid, he would watch the national team of India play on television with stars like Sunil Chetri, who we previously had as a guest on our podcast. It became young Sandesh's dream to play for the national team of India one day. He started to play football in the streets of India. As a young teenager, he made it to the national youth teams of the country. He was on his way to become a pro and make it to the national team. But then he suffered a horrible, horrible knee injury and then a serious ankle injury. As a 16-year-old, Sandesh could not play for almost two years. He was cut from the national youth teams. He fell on hard times. Lots of clubs turned him down after trials. It looked like Sandesh had to let go of his dream. And then when I turned 18, I thought like, okay, I need to make money now. Because I took a job as a call center also. So from then, for the next one and a half, two months, I, wherever I could speak to someone, just take a train here, there, like wherever, just knock on all doors, like give me a shot, give me a trial at least. And did you ever, at, at a point when then you were injured and then you were out for like 18 months and you couldn't find a club, did you ever think, you know, this is this is not meant for me. I'll just focus on a, like a, a normal career. I just stop trying to be a professional football player. I would be a liar if I say it never touched me. Of course, you know, when things are not going your way as you planned, no matter how hard you work for them, or sometimes, you know, success doesn't owe anyone anything, you know, because everyone works hard. So I felt it many times, but, I just couldn't give it, you know, when your desire to succeed is so high, when you can't sleep, you know, it's it's crazy to say it, but for me at that time to play for the country was, it was, I don't know. It was just mad. It was just madness. You know, it would wake up at three thirty, four 4 a.m. and start doing working out. You want to sleep in the ground. It was madness. And I, why I did that, how I did that still surprises me but like i said when your desire to achieve something is so 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 big all other things don't don't matter to you and from where i've grown up from my whole childhood i've seen a lot of things like everyone you know in india you just take a walk on the street and you'll see the real hardships you know <laughs> i've been to hospitals many times when i was 10 12 13 for my relatives for many different reasons. I've seen what real hardship is, you know, and the hospital teaches you a lot of things. So yeah, I just always kept my head straight that, you know, it's still not end of the world, you know, people are dying, you know? So yeah, but I felt it, but I knew I can't give up. It's just, that's, I knew I was destined for something. So, and thanks to my family who always uh, supported me. They let me have my time, you know, because I had left school by 16. Uh, but then those injuries came. Uh, but, uh, but I'm always thankful that all that happened to me at that age. Because 
but I was before that, you know, I fell in that one and a half fear. I went into a very deep, deep hole. I think a very dark hole, but I managed to come out of it. Don't know how, but I just did that. And when I came out of that period, when I got my first contract and I just felt a new man, you know, so I'm very happy when anyone asked me what was the best time of your life where you learned the most, I would say those one and a half year, which probably from the outside, you might say that was the worst period of your life, maybe. But that period just made me who I am today. And I'm pretty proud that whatever I learned that period, it's just made me who I am today. I'm very happy. Sundash has always kept that perspective. He was willing to go through a lot to make it as a pro because he had seen a lot of people suffer way worse in India. And he kept that perspective when he became successful as a professional football player. If I could give you one example. So two years ago, I had a knee injury again. I did my ACL. Mm-hmm. And I was in a hospital when I went for my uh, to meet my doctor, G.G. George. So I was there with him. He was just doing the random, uh, sorry, the regular checkup now, which you do on your knee after two and a half, three months. Yeah. So then one guy came to me, one uncle came to me and he said like, uh, can you come meet my son? And I was like, of course. This time I was in Kayla Blasters, my club before that. And so that people, you know, they've been really nice to me that in that club. Yeah. So I said, of course, I'll go and come meet your son. So I went into the other room and I see his son, I think he was 10, 11 years old. And he had this disease. I forgot. I'm sorry, but I forgot the name. But you can't move a single single organ of your body on your own. You're always shivering. I don't if hmm. I saw that boy and, and I, asked the, the, I asked the uncle and I was like, so he told me that he's a big fan of you and he used to play football two, three years ago, but then he had some nerve problem in his, in his, uh, in his brain and he just can't, he lost all his motor controls. So when you see, and I'm sitting there and had this ACL and I was like, even though it didn't affect me so much, my ACL, but just, that's what I'm saying. The, how hard can things get? I don't understand. Cause there are people, if you see that kid, you know, he lost his motor skills. His pain is much more than if someone has an ACL injury or if someone has, I don't know what in sports. So sports, I think sometimes people, I may be wrong, but I think sometimes they broadcast the mentality of sports way too much. The real mentality is for that father who is seeing his son lost his motor controls. For that kid, you know, who doesn't know how to get his next meal. It's for mother who's, it's too much. So I've seen this from a young age and, for me, that's why it doesn't, doesn't, whatever comes your way, it's just everything happens for a reason, you know. If you are crying about, oh, this, oh, I didn't get a contract, oh, I got injured, blah, blah, blah. And slap on the people who real, have real hardships in their life. So there's always some who has suffered more and achieved more than you. People in India love football, especially the Premier League. But local football struggled for a long time. It didn't reach its potential in a country with 1.4 billion people. However, things improved massively when the Indian Super League was founded. The first season of the competition was organized in 2014. Big corporations started to invest in the sport in India. One of the teams in the Indian Super League, Kerala Blasters, signed Sundays. David James, the former goalkeeper of the English national team and clubs like Liverpool and Manchester City, became the manager of Kerala Blasters. Later on, players like Dimitar Berbatov and Wes Brown would also join the club. 
Sandesh would become a star in Indian football at Kerala Blasters. So I played there for six years, I uh, captained them for three years. I became captain when I was 23. So, uh, yeah, and then, you know, I just feel I've been very lucky, man. God has blessed me so much, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes when you sit and think back, think, look back at your career, sometimes it gives you goosebumps and all that. That was quite a journey. <laughs> but yeah, really happy how it all went. Yeah. Till now. So, so when the ISL mm-hmm. came and you were picked up by Kerala Blasters, what, what what was that moment like, and and what did that mean for your career? Well, I was remember I was in the bus at that time. Uh, we came back from South Korea, I think, from the Asian uh, Asian Games of the under twenty three. Uh, so I was, we were on the bus. We coming back was the flight, when the flight and the phone was off and everything. So when I came back, I got a call and they said like, "Hey, Kerala Blasters picked you up," and I was like. Okay, cool. <laughs> That's it. And I was a young boy. I was 21, 22. I was like, okay, pretty cool. Let me know when to join. He said, okay, in three days you have to join. They are already in Goa with the preseason. So I went there and my first meeting was with David James, you know. Uh, he was our head coach. So, you know, David James, you've seen him from the Premier League days, from Liverpool and all. So I see him, got this giant hands, you know, and he's very strong accent. Um I was just nervous, you know, just to see, just to see David James, you know, and then you see Michael Chopra, the other players, you know, the foreigners, and I meet my other Indian seniors. So, yeah, I was just, I was just excited to show my my qualities. You know, I just was pretty pumped up, you know, to join. Of course, the level improved with the ISL, the grounds, the everything. So yeah, it's just it's pretty great, man. First season went really well. We went to the finals. I won a few awards, so it was pretty good. Yeah, and uh, you mm. were there for a long time. Uh, were you also there when uh, Dimitar Berbatov came to Kerala Blasters? Yeah, that was the first season. Yeah, yeah, I was. Th- that was the first season when I became the captain also. So that was quite a role. You become the captain at age 23, and then you, you get players like Dimitar Berbatov, because I've been a big fan of Man United since my growing up days. And then you see West Brown and Berbatov, whose touches like godlike. It's it's crazy yeah, just to see them in real. It was it's crazy, man. But that that year I learned a lot as well. You know how to manage things and everything. You know and how to keep the team together no matter how many big players or big names you have. So yeah, it was really great to see, man. But his touch and especially West Brown. You know, I have massive massive respect for him. You know, because I played with him as a centre back partnering uh, partnership and. Uh, was great man great guys you know just to be around them was was massive and learned a lot especially restaurant was different level cool so so when you say you know mm-hmm. you learned a lot about managing a team of course uh, there's a a lot of impact uh, on a team process as well when big profile high profile names like that come from from Europe to a team and of course mm-hmm. uh, Dimitar Berbatov didn't play a lot when he was at uh, Kerala Blasters so what was there to manage, you know? What, what was it like to keep the team in balance at the time? I think for both, I was a bit unlucky as well because I think uh, he had this injury and in his calf and the season back then was pretty uh, shorter compared to now. Even then, it's still shorter in India right now. But then it used to be just four or five months, you know, about, you know, when you take away the preseason. So he had that injury in the calf and he just couldn't recover. So, you know, it was pretty, you know, uh, I don't know what in English unluck bad luck yeah sorry yeah unlucky so yeah. it was kind of a bad luck for him unlucky yeah, yeah. so because his injury was but 
the thing is, you know, of course, um, so that was my first year as, as a captain. And I would, at that time, I became captain of national team also, but for a few games, because Sunil Chetri is our regular captain. I just learned from that year and then going on and on. I just felt that for the success of any team, you know, it's very important that we all have the same goal, you know. Of course, you have your individual goals. You want to do this, you want to do that, you want to do this for your next contract, blah, 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 whatever it is. But at that particular moment, there's nothing bigger than the name of the club. There's certain rules of the club, you know. So it's the name you're representing. So the main thing is that the respect for the club, you know, it has to be massive. And respect for your teammates, you know, and there's no, uh, how you call that, exceptions, you know, to make sure that everyone feels like a brother, like brothers, because you spend more time with these lads instead of with your parents. So if you don't have that family feeling, you know, you're not going to succeed. Maybe you get the best place in the world, but if you don't make it like a family, you know, I'm not just saying for the sake of it. I've always done it. I always make sure this is how we feel. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Sandesh's big dream of playing for India's national team became a reality in 2015, when India played a home game against Nepal. Sandesh had been training with the national team for years by then, but he had never played a minute for his nation. Until that day, the 12th of March 2015. That would become the best day of his life as a professional football player. Oh, the best. I had a tattoo of it on my leg, so you can imagine how massive it was. So it's 12th of March 2015, after two years forming the bench, uh, learning from the bench, I would say. Um, I finally made my debut in, in India, in Guwahati, against Nepal. We won 2-0, kept a clean sheet, pretty happy. Called my mother right away, ate the grass a little bit, just wanted to sleep on the pitch. It was just to stand there, wear that jersey, you know, and sing the national anthem. It's the, the greatest moment of my life till now and will always be. It's, it was magical and I remember I called my mother after the game and it was, it was special I always always uh, stay very close to my heart that moment because I waited for it for so many years I made a promise to myself by the way in 2010 when I was sent back home from the under-19 squad after my injuries that I will never sing a national anthem again in my life until I don't sing it from the ground wearing the jersey and presenting 1.3 billion people for five years I didn't sing the national anthem <laughs> Wait anyway when they played it. I was like, I will never sing it until I stand there. So, yeah, that day I sang with full power, man. Maybe I think my mother, which was 
2000 kilometers away from me maybe she heard from there because that was my uh my volume because i was singing <laughs> like anything <laughs> but really proud my greatest moment of my sporting career till now and will always be that that's special man that was your goal when you were without a club and injured for for 18 months as an 18 year old right and then it's suddenly mm -hmm. it's there that's insane it was magical man it was my dream just before anything before i knew that you can be a professional footballer and make money out of it you know you can get a job before that it was just national team so the only dream when i fell in love with football was through the national team and that was it and to achieve it it's, it's thank god <laughs> i could do it what's it like then for you that you became a regular in the national team that uh, you played along with all these stars like Sunil Chetri and all these players and now mm -hmm. you're just you're, you're one of the more experienced players in the national team what is it like for you that you've grown into that role well it's just a learning process you know when you're in that run or when you're in that sprint or when you're in that marathon you don't realize how it's going because time goes so fast for any sports person now I look back it was just I made my debut just now and now I see you know I'm 28 now and you know I've made 40 plus appearances we've been Asian Cup and all that but when you look back it just feels like a like a blink of an eye and everything just passed so fast you know but I was very fortunate that when I got into the national team the seniors were very kind to me you know you know they helped me um, how you say it in English gel or like get comfortable with the team you know because mm. when you come there you know of course you're excited you're nervous and all that but I got there and all my seniors, Brotha Paul, Gurmangi Paji, Anwar Paji, Sunil Chetri Bhai, and everyone was so uh, good to me. And the coach as well, Wim Kovarman back then, you know, the because I was not playing for the first two years. I was on the bench from 19 to 21. But he kept telling me that you have it in you, you know, just these are things you need to work on because I was pretty slim back then. Hmm. So he was like, this got to improve on these things. And so they kept giving me confidence. And then Stephen Constein came and uh, who gave me my debut. So just like everyone, you know, nobody can be something without the help of others. You know, it will be very selfish to say that I'm a self-made man. No, so many people have helped me be who I am today. You know, so all my seniors, from the coaches, they helped me, you know, to get into the team. And then you just learn things on your own. You know, you made your first appearance, you learn from it. Two, three, 10, 15, 20, then you keep learning from it, you know, and then... So when I got into it, there were a lot of seniors. So after my one and a half, two years, a lot of those seniors, you know, they left the national team, you know, they took retirement and all. So the, suddenly the burden just came, you know, I was just 23 and then just straight away you are like, okay, you're the number five now, you know, you got to lead the defense. Yeah. And I always loved that. <laughs> I won't deny it because I always desired or wanted that, you know, that pressure situation because I always wanted to be in pressure. And I don't know, it sounds don't know if it makes sense or not but i like to be someone who's standing in the middle and thousands are just looking at me you know yeah. either i make a mistake or what but it's going to be a big thing <laughs> so instead of being someone in the corner and i know what he cares about so i like when the responsibility comes because when responsibility comes it means there are expectations from you when expectations come means you are valuable yes so i just enjoyed that uh, transition and then just went along with it and pretty happy you know how it went At a club level, Sundays made a transfer from Kerala Blasters to Mohun Bagan in 2020. 
by the summer of 2021, a couple of European clubs started to notice him. There was a club from Greece that reached out to him, but in the end, HNK Sibenik from the Croatian Premier League signed Sandish. He took a plane to Croatia on the 15th of August, India's Independence Day. But his transfer didn't work out the way he dreamed it would. And Sandesh pretty much only blames himself. I think I made a mistake, you know, that I had to travel almost 38 hours to reach uh, Shibenik, you know, from my town Chandigarh, because we don't have an airport, you know, was in So first you should fly to Delhi or go by road. It's a lot of traveling. So it took me almost 36 to 38 hours. And uh, the first mistake I did, <laughs> just getting there, I went for a jog. I don't know why I did that. Should have used my senses more, but I always had this thing. Whenever I travel, I always want to do a light workout, cycling or jogging, and then get into a cold water. It gets me over my lactic acid and, you know, gets me fresh and gets me a nice sleep. So I went for a jog and got my calves very tight, uh, but I was still like, ah, it's okay. And I'm, I'm a beast and I'll get over it. And then in two days, I just uh, did my calf <laughs> in my first training session with the team, you know. When I was doing pretty well, I was the coach came to me and I said, I'm very happy. I was seeing my body, he likes it. You know, that's how we're going to play. He was explaining me how I can be helpful to the team. And then the next session, I just pulled my calf, had a tear in my calf. And, uh, but still, we could have managed my injury better. But I think I'll take the most of the blame. I think I try to rush too much into it to get back very fast when my body was not right i think i should have taken more control of the situation rather because everyone got involved into, into it this injury and everyone had their own inputs and when everyone had their inputs then there's so much to choose from and you kind of you know pick one thing and one week it doesn't work you go for the other thing so mm. when i should have just rested and just done it the most basic way i just i tried to rush too much and i kept getting injured so yeah, but it's like I always say, everything happens for a reason. You know, you always got to choose whether it's for good or bad. So I take it as a lesson. You know? Of course, I would have wanted it to go the better way. I can always blame the injury, but that's not how it is. I think I'd rather blame myself for my decision making. I think I could have handled it better. And then, yeah, it is what it is. You know, I just couldn't recover in time. And then uh, when the winter break came, I decided to come back to India to my uh, physio and my doctor, Gigi George and Anand Joshi who have known me for 10, 11 years. Uh, so they know my body the best. So I came back and uh, then finally we diagnosed the right way why it's happening. You know, it's not just the calf. You know, we had to look at other things. So we started working on it. And then in the meantime, uh, Shibenik had new owners. You know, the coach also left and a lot of players also tried to leave because the club was also having a big uh, financial strain. You know, I understand that because I was there. So they had to, you know... Well, refix or revamp the club so a lot of people left and my name was there so I had to leave I could have stuck there you know because I had the contract but I'm not a person that if I'm not welcome uh, I don't I don't want to be there so when I got the first call that the club is financially struggling and all that so I said okay you want me to go I'll go that's it I didn't want it to get stuck there or you know be that thing and yeah the life goes on you know and thankfully, ATK still, you know, like I always, that's why I always call them a big family. You know, they welcome me back straight away with big arms, with open arms. And uh, and I joined straight away. 
of course, I think for, I don't know if it was the case for you, but for a lot of uh, football players outside Europe, it's, it's a dream to, to play in Europe uh, someday. And uh, well, this, this opportunity arrived for you. It didn't work out the way, of course, uh, everybody would have liked it to. So w- what does that mm-hmm. mean for you? Is it, is it like a dream that's been shattered? Is there still hope that someday some, something else will come? What does this mean for you the way this went? I don't think it's like a dream shatter or it's like a failure. I think failure is something when you don't even try, when you sit just home and just think of it. Because for me to take that step where I was earning in India, then to go almost take an 80, 90% of less salary to go there. I think that made me a lot of winner in court, a lot of, I don't know the exact word in English, but just to take that step made me, uh, I'm sure I'll be always, always take decisions, you know, thinking 20 years down the line and I look at myself, you know, will I be proud? And I think I made myself proud 20 years down the line that I did take that step, you know, to move out because I always want, you know, so of course in European thing was, yes, it's a dream also, but also it's that experience to be out of your comfort zone, just leave everything behind. You know, it was literally like that because in India I was comfortable. I knew everything. I was well respected. I could get anything done, but then, just to leave everything that behind and go to a foreign country where you are literally starting when I, how I started when I was 18, 19, just to do that, I think it takes a lot of courage. So, and for in any field, you know, be it business or whatever, all, all aspects of life, just to take that step, step of courage, you know, to take that leap of faith means a lot. So I'm pretty proud I did that. Didn't work out. Yes. And like I said, success doesn't owe us anything winning doesn't owe us anything you know you can work as much you want you can have those 3 a.m workouts you can work 10 hours a day do whatever you want how many big plans you have if it's not going to happen it's not going to happen but it should never stop you because the ultimate goal is to be better as a human being and as a footballer each day Hmm. that's how i want to because i want to make my child my childhood when i was 10 12 15 that's Sandy who did all that to be who I am today. So I want to make him proud that I'm not giving up because you worked so hard to let me be here. And I want to make myself when I'm 50, 60, that's amazing and also proud. At this moment, I'm taking the right steps. So, and I'm a person who likes to live day by day as well, mm. you know? So yeah. whether this thing comes up again in Europe, about Europe, because when this thing came last year, was yes, I was hoping for it, I was working for it, and it just came. So now the most important for me, if I talk what is going on in my mind right now, is just to live in the present moment, get fit, you know, get back to my best form. And then if God wills it, you know, he will again open a door for me. And I got to learn from my lessons, which I made mistakes in Croatia when I pushed way too much. Sometimes you got to let your body also, you know, listen to your body sometimes more. But you always, we are, you know, we're engineered to always push our limits and all that. So learn from them and and if God wills it, you know, he will open the door again. And I know I will again choose, I will always choose something which will take me out of my comfort zone and, you know, which will push me to my extreme, you know, like sink or swim. I think I'm the most productive when I'm in that situation when there is, the pressure is so high. I just always feel that that's where I'm most productive and that's where I most succeed. Not, of course, the creation was the same thing, but I did fail. To some extent, people might call it, but for me, I'll always remember it as a good learning experience and just made me stronger mentally and physically as well. So I'll remember it for good and let's see what future holds.
That's beautiful, man. I think that's a beautiful way to, to end it. Thank you mm -hmm. very much for your time, man. Thank you so much, man. I really enjoyed it, you know. Yeah, me too. And yeah, perfect. It was really nice. Just time just flew by. Yeah, exactly. Honestly. So yeah, that, that's how good it was, yeah. You're a great storyteller, man. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks perfect. again. And uh, we'll, we'll like talk Chris, again, man. I'm sure. Cheers, man. So nice to speak to you and regards to your family. Take you, care. You too, man. Take care. Have a good day. All right. Ciao. You too. Bye. That's the story of Sandesh Jingan, the defender from India. His chances of becoming a professional football player were small when he suffered some serious injuries as a teenager. But he overcame those difficulties and managed to become a pro in India. Unfortunately, he didn't get to realize his dream of playing in Europe yet. But that's not necessarily what he dreamed about as a kid. Sandesh dreamed of playing for the national team of India. And he realized that dream. He even captained India a couple of times representing 1.4 billion people. I want to thank Sandesh Jingan for this interview. Follow this podcast in your podcast app to never miss an episode. And if you want to show your support, you can give our podcast lots of stars on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. All right. My name is Sam Verhaalte. Thank you for listening. And on to the next story in the home of football. Hi guys, Frankie here. I just filmed the podcast with 433. I'm Mario Götze. My name is Clarence Seedorf. Hi, I'm Sunil Chetri. I just finished my podcast with 433. Hello, 433 fans. This is Gibral Cisse. Yo, what's going on, people? It's your boy, Andy Barak in Fenwa, a.k.a. Mr. Beast Mode. And I just finished the podcast with 433. Hi, 433 fans. It's Don Robbie in the building, right? And we are here for a great podcast. I want you to check it out. Hi, 433. I am Fabrizio Romano. Check out my story on the podcast. It was a great pleasure. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 